What the fuck is up? This is Local Man Episode 2. This is the part where I do the intro before the show, the actual episode. Uh, right now, we have our guest working on the guitar, doing his thing. Um, we had Eric Robledo, a.k.a. Lil Eric, uh, doing his thing. He's uh, ripping up this uh, Ibanez Roadster road show. Um, that's him noodling. But uh, I just wanted to say uh, a little word before the episode started. Um, this one is very interesting. I'm trying to figure out a way to format the show better than the last time I did this shit. I basically took the back seat and let people explain themselves because this whole goal of the podcast to the, is to kind of like not say the underbelly of the desert because that's fucking usually, usually described as derogatory towards white trash, uh, cities as like the underbelly of the South. Um, so it's just exposing cool and, uh, unique characters that play a role in the high desert scene that you may or may not known of. And as Eric, he's now making a footprint and leaving a dent in the scene by being the guy who sets guitars up for me and sets up, uh, guitar stuff for bands who record or other people. And, you know, he's affected a lot of people's lives. Affected enough to stay here when he was supposed to be shipped off. But you'll learn about that in the episode if you listen to it. I don't know. I'm not your fucking dad. I'm not going to tell you what to do. You can just listen to this part. That's cool. Thanks for the stream, bitch. Um. Anyways, I'm a little hoarse. I've been busting my little butt. I said that in the fucking, in the, in the episode. Um, I recently been saying pissing my little cock off when I gotta, when I gotta go piss and David, uh, who, uh, plays drums in Tarana, who I've been recording all week with Taylor. Shout out my boy, Taylor gang. Um, he got to, uh, peel back the weirdness of my brain and hear some of the atrocious shit that spews in it. Um, but he learned that when I gotta go pee, I need to piss my little cock off. So I'll say that. Uh, he also met my friend Gorman Harris. Maybe I'll get him on the... Maybe I can... I'll try to get Gorman Harris on the podcast. Who knows? He's kind of a, an enigma. He uh, He's mysterious. I can't pin him down. And uh, learned about the 19 and Q thing. That's a throwback thing. I'll have Garrett come back on here. As a newly wedded man. Shout out. Congratulations to him. And his new wife. Um, but yeah. Spent... The last few days, helping Taylor assist at the pit, which is a dream come true. I could fucking suck that fool's dick all day. And I don't think, I don't know how he feels about it, because I'm always like, I can keep going, bro. Like, I'll, I'll tell, I'll talk a goddamn mirror off. And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't mind. So he's being real cool about that. But <clears throat> it is um, an experience that I've been jonesing for and i finally got to be the 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 pits bitch for three days and it was badass i'd do it again and uh i love i love working with him he's a fucking cool dude um and he's shown me a lot of cool shit a lot of secret shit and a lot of dope ass shit so just thankful for the opportunity thankful for the opportunity 
It is a four-hour drive to and from. So I've never really worked in my life. Everything came easy, rag from rags to riches. A true Cinderella story for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But fuck, dude, I'm so exhausted every time I get home. Like I used to be a, a bad motherfucker staying up to like three or four. Now like 12 rolls around. I'm like, I need to go to sleep. But yeah, I get up at 7 a.m. fucking drive from 7.45 and get there at 10 and fucking hate myself. But then I get a little sugar-free Red Bull in me and I'm like, ooh, I get all ready. I'm like, what do I need to build, Taylor? What do I need to set up? I think it's funny. He called me Bradford today. He was all, Bradford, go set up four headphones. I was like, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. I always use that emoji when I text them. I fucking text them every time. I'm like, because I, I told him, I was like, I don't want to call you mentor. I want to call you like overlord. So like he's my overlord. And I always send him the fucking salute emoji. Um. Anyways, I'm a little hoarse. I was screaming on the new record. I'm a little phlegmy. I can feel it in the back of my throat. Um. Final update. I'm over 9,000 points on the McDonald's app. If you don't if you don't fuck with the McDonald's app, please. I'm telling you, it's fucking ridiculous. Like 40 40 McNuggets for 12 bucks. It's fucking ridiculous. You can feed a small village with fucking 40 nuggets. $12. I'm looking at you Joe Biden. Take some of that fucking military money Put $3 billion to fucking 40-piece McNuggets from McDonald's. You'll feed the world. Fucking starvation across America. Now I'm just ranting. It's fucking late. Um, Don't listen to anything I just said. I'm fucking stupid. Anyways, this is Eric Robledo. Lil Eric, a.k.a. fucking Big Goth Bitch. Or uh, otherwise known as the enforcer of C-47 Local Man. And the guitar tag. Don't mess with him or me because he'll beat you up. I'm not going to beat you up. He'll beat you up in his toe shoes. So don't play around, punk. Um, Enjoy. <sighs> What's up? We're back. First episode um, of the new local man um <laughs> it's all right it's all right special guest is already talking but uh uh today we have eric robledo from what where are you from just like what would you like to be hailed from little oh, eric's workshop goodness yeah i like that all right this is the debut of little eric's workshop uh we'll talk more about it in the recent uh, later on in the episode but we have eric robledo how are you doing tonight i'm tired tired i, I uh, feel you my yeah. voice is very tired yeah you you're actually tired yeah I, right. i've been busting my little butt every day for like the past four days but but busting your hump yeah, so that uh my hump that the the taxpayers can uh what is that whole bit what the peter Steele bit oh yeah so that yeah the peter Steele bit with Bust my hump so I can have taxpayers collect <laughs> benefits off my back. <laughs> that, that's Peter Steele's words, not mine. 
Um, okay, let's see. I got. I wrote questions now because I'm trying to be more professional. All right, here we go. Who are you? Oh goodness. Um, who who is little Eric? Yeah. What is who is little Eric? What is little Eric or Eric Robledo? Then we can ask who little mm, Eric is. Okay, Eric Robledo. Um, you know, I have this big thing about kind of not adhering to like any like like moniker or like designation, etc. Right. Yeah. I mean, all all of my like weird stuff aside, like I'm just oh god, an almost thirty year old individual that grew up here in the high desert. It's it's crazy because like you're a very standout person, but you're a very antisocial. Like mm-hmm. you're like I'm aware crop tops with uh-huh. like a fucking turtleneck. Yeah. But don't fucking talk to me. I don't want to be talked to. Uh-huh. But I'm going to be the loudest person in the room, but don't talk to me. Yeah. Um, I, Is that I part think, of the, the goth stick? I mean, a little bit, but I mean, the whole like goth leaning thing in general is part of the shtick of whatever else I've got going on, right? Oh, like, okay, okay, I understand. Yeah. So... I think somebody, Xavier, brought it up to me recently. She was like, you know, despite having like pretty conservative like values or something, which is not, you know, take take the word conservative uh, for like a like as, as a grain of salt, right? Um, this this shows for high IQ people. No one. Yes, only only the highest IQ. Yeah, everyone will get it. Everyone who's gonna listen to this is very smart. <laughs> God. But yeah. Um, she was like, "Yeah, you're you're like a person that like like prefers extremes, right?" Yes. And that is that is absolutely true. And I think a lot of that stems from, I mean, just the fact that I internally have kind of, or, or rather, I have internalized that a big part of my experience as like a human being is just like feeling complacent or like dissatisfied or just stagnant. And the only things that really stimulate me are like extreme things. So, luckily, you know that hasn't manifested as anything that's really self-destructive. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it'd yeah, be, it'd be pretty gnarly. But no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like just knowing you and being around you recently. But mm-hmm. no, it's it's very interesting. You know, just having the the physique you have, just being tall and all that, but. You also want to be very small and hidden in a way, but like you said, it's part of your complacent, dissociative vibe you're throwing. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I don't, I, I feel pretty comfortable right now, like with myself. That's good. Um, yeah, I, I do like what's going on. In terms of like what's going on or like what's going to happen going forward with Lil Eric's workshop, et cetera. I should probably fine tune things a little bit more and get a little more out there. Yeah, it that that's hard. That's what I struggled with like uh doing local man. It's like figuring mm-hmm. out what to do. It's all it's always gonna be hard, but it's like figuring out what to price and like knowing self worth mm-hmm. and building self esteem to be able to say yeah. this is this much and all that and be able to like be turned down or like yeah. not get messaged back. Cause that shit's gonna suck, but mm-hmm. as long as you just 
Just keep fucking rocking it. Just keep yeah. going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> that brings up the next one. What do you do? What is your, what is your, I'm not, you don't have to answer your occupation, but <laughs> what would you say you do for this, this scene, the surrounding uh-huh. area that it can be musically or technically, like yeah. what, what you do? Um, because I'm not trying to air out where you work. I'm not gonna dox you. Yeah, yeah. Unless you have some little Eric diehards that wanna, no, wanna no stalk little, you. I mean, I hope not. Um, I don't know. What do I do? Indeed. So, uh, I I grew up. Uh, I mean, in high school, a lot of people pretend like they have like uh, how do you say ambitions, right? Yeah. But like, statistically, that's a bunch of bullshit. Um, what I think is ironic about that is like my ambitions like coming out of high school, the reason why I wasn't going to go to college was because I already knew what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. what I wanted to do was like build and work on guitars. Right. There you go. Um for a while there, and I mean like three, four years, I sat around reaching out to local to semi local like luthiers to try and get any sort of headway. In terms of that, and big surprise, uh, I don't know, a lot of one-man workshops, a lot of one-man anything, a lot of small practices kind of don't want to let anybody in on the sauce, right? No, of course, because then they lose business. Yeah, so I got nowhere with that. Um, I grew up performing music, dancing. Which I just learned um, about the dancing. That I didn't know that. Yeah, that was like the last thing that I was doing, like out of high school. Was that I was That's like, crazy. I, I would not picturing you like, yeah. when I first met you because like, you weren't there. I always forget that. Like I didn't know you when I was in high school. Yeah, which is like even seeing you in that purple jacket, which we're gonna talk about. I mm-hmm. think that's next. But yeah, <laughs> just meeting you, I would not picture you as a, a uh, was it um, ballet dancing? That was ballet at high. Yeah, at encore ballet. Oh. Yeah, I could not. But then, like looking at it now. Thinking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, what my my, my eldest sister is a chef, was a chef. That was her first like big occupation, career path, right? Um, a lot of these like like major like sensory oriented like occupations have just been something that like kind of shifted my perspective of life in general, right? Um. So I think at some point I realized that like if whatever was keeping me back from doing what I wanted to do and whether that be like music and dance performance or like I was, I had a stint as like a little like pastry, like patissier. What is that? Like uh, somebody that makes pastries. Right? Oh, patissier. That's like, yeah. I've never heard that word. Yeah. I, I filled them for my sister to job in WeHo, West Hollywood. Damn. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to take the baking program at whatever fucking LA trade tech, whatever college, and then I'm going to go to this path. And I had like all these, uh, I still have them. Um, it's like, 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 like super serious food, like lit, like culinary, like education, like books, um, et cetera. I was like, I'm going to do this, but like, uh, that was just not lining up. And then, like, I kind of found out about, like, 
occupational health in general. And I was like, wouldn't it be great if instead of being like a luthier right out the gate like I always wanted, considering how like impossible it is for somebody with my material circumstances so far, right? That like I helped people that like could have played music mm-hmm. to be that person that plays music, right? Yeah. That person that stops himself from dancing to dance, you know? And that was the whole bit with like the occupational therapy thing. So then I went to school for that. Uh, I got that pre-OT degree, and then I'll go to OT school when I go to OT school. Yeah. I mean, that's something you got. I mean, that's cool. You got the option. That's a pretty dope backup plan. But Yeah, that's. I know a lot of people that do therapy, but there's there's people that, there's like a certain select group of people that do the musical therapy. Yeah. Which is new. Yeah, exactly, right? Like music therapy, too, is like this super cool like very diverse like borderline mysticistic fucking thing um that's what yeah that's what i don't know i feel like if i was old i would not want to be fucking having some dudes raging a fucking tar in my ear Mm -hmm. my hearing aid just fucking (laughs) yeah no i I think if i was because it was like older was it older people for what for music therapy or was it just all types of people oh like the demographics so the big like like comfort level like demographic was always going to be vets like veterans because my dad's a vet etc um it was just like performing arts medicine just anybody anybody that like was having issues doing stuff i'd be i'd be mad if it's like performing arts and like the conservatory switched i got some motherfucker tap dancing in front of me but this is not helping me this is making it worse. <laughs> yeah. My anxiety is through that, the That's roof. a new thing. That's a new field, though. Dance therapy. That's a real thing. Um, do, you, do okay with this. With with that, do the people who are signed up for it or are taking the course? Mm-hmm. Do they also partake in the dancing and like guitar playing, or is it just like you play for someone or you dance for someone? The idea is that, like, so you're going to use, like, the medium as, like, you're going to develop modalities that involve performing the medium to kind of help that person work through whatever the issue is, right? If it isn't, like, literally, like, um, anatomical, so, like, a, like, physiotherapist will, like, sit there and work out your arm and, like, run through, like, exercises with you and whatever. Mm-hmm. And a, uh, a, well, an OTD... Right. No, no, no. Pardon me. A, uh, an OTA, an OT assistant will like do that work for the OT too. Cause a lot of that is upper body, I like hands and wrists and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're like doing, you know, you're, you're helping implement modalities like explicitly, like with somebody, you're borderline manipulating somebody kind of like chiropractic. Right. Yeah. Um, that's what that's all about in terms of, as far as I understand, like music and, uh, what dance therapy that's like going through the motions with a person to kind of just like oh i get it help them express whatever they need to i thought you were just a traveling act that was going around the old folks home <laughs> fucking dancing <laughs> and playing guitar i that ugh. i don't that's think that so. imagine like drums just like yeah saying you have drums just be like yeah. 2 p.m. just like loud as fuck just yeah. being 
obnoxious. Yeah. So finish up OT. Mm-hmm. What's next? What was next on the plate for Eric Robledo? So like, despite everything, the the big goal was to like get big into ergonomics and this, that, and the other, and basically like reinvent the wheel in terms of like electric guitar and just like make your own guitar. Yeah, so then at that point, I would be, you know, fulfilling my dream of making guitars, but also I would be building a better mousetrap. Yeah. Right? That was always the goal and is still basically the goal because, um, like, instrument anatomy doesn't very much, like, in it's especially prevalent when you think about, um, like, classical instruments or, like, folk instruments. Like, um, my... My sister was, she had a partner for a long time who was like a mariachi. And so I'm very familiar with all those instruments and they're folk instruments, right? Um, but like like anything, uh, something that has a niche market, people that like manufacture those things are going to be like, I'm the person that makes the thing and it's slightly better than the piece of junk you play. So I'm going to charge you $10,000 for it, right? So like good, like, uh, what is the... The big bass in mariachi, the guitaron. That, I usually that, just call uh, it the big bass. I yeah. didn't know that name. Yeah, the guitaron is the big bass, right? That thing, like, God knows what, like, a nice one costs, and like the actual difference. Yeah, the actual difference in like quality of manufacture from like student model to that is borderline like negligible. To fuck, it's a, <laughs> it's a crime. How right. would you even spell that? G U I T A R R O N. Um but like so they're poorly designed and poorly manufactured. Uh even at like the highest level of quote quote quality. Um and that's I mean like like in mariachi, like that's like somebody's livelihood. Yeah, no, that's that's not nothing right. to fuck around with. Yeah, and the reality is that, you know, there's this big surprise, like, weird capitalistic consumer-like cycle that comes with manufacturing and, you know, like, very literally, like, God, I can't even. So it says on Guitar Center, mm-hmm. the most expensive is 700 bucks. That's student shit. Look up Candelas. C A N D E L A S, and see if they have any listings online. You'll see like real, real shit. Okay, okay. Um, no, yeah. So shit's expensive. Quality is bad. Holy fuck! Did you find something? Yep, two thousand dollars. Hell yeah, dude! And like, it only it only gets worse. It only ever gets worse. It only goes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, he do be thumping like that, but Mm -hmm. like. Um, point is there that like that in terms of like producing like the bass tone, right? Yeah. That works. But like what is uh, and obviously like people can't see this, but what is what is ergonomic about wrapping your entire body about this thing and like it's et cetera, et cetera. And you get a lot of in terms of like performing on guitar and bass, you get a lot of really terrible joint angles that could I mean, be accommodated for so that I don't know. Because the reality is, like, and I know you know this personally because of circumstances existing the way that you exist. Unfortunately, I'm talking about your hips and shit, right? Yeah. Like, there's no justifiable reason for, like, 
just waking up one day and being like severely like having severely like limited mobility compared to X person that is like an athlete. Not everybody is meant to do what they want to do. And that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, no. And if there's a gap that can be bridged, I'd like to be a part of that, right? Um, I mean, there are people in the in the culinary industry, there are people in the music industry, people in the dance industry. They're all um, handicapped and stuff. That, yeah. They still make it work. Like the drummer for Ghost Inside. There you go. Literally lost his fucking leg. Yeah. But now he just has like a fucking, like I think he lost the bottom half of his whole entire leg and just has the thigh. Yes. And he has this giant tower that he sits his leg on mm-hmm. and he uses it and it robots down to a foot pe- a foot that kicks the pedal. So he's using yes. a sensitive paddle mm-hmm. to kick the fucking bass drum. Yeah. And that's that's cool. And like now that, they're playing festivals again, but yeah. He has like to have what? a setup all weird, but he said fuck that. I'm not letting him take uh-huh. the fucking the dickhead from Def Leppard, the one arm. The one arm? Yeah. Was it the bus <laughs> flipped and he flew out yeah. or was it? I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then his arm Dude, got the, the bus situation in the eighties was fucked. Yeah. Cliff Burton. Cliff. God rest his soul. <laughs> Cliff. Or Satan Satan rest his soul. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Who else? Um, uh, that what's his name? It's Alex something, the the drummer for Def Leppard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, there's a lot of I, I, yeah. Leonard Skinner was a plane, right? What? When? What when are they died? About? When the whole fucking band died, or the vocalist died, right? That was on a plane, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I planes don't know. and buses are just yeah. out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the eighties, I, I would have hella been. I'm like, I'm hella good. Uh huh. Yeah. No, nah, I probably would have been on that fucking plane. <laughs> I've been like, yeah. fucking Tuesdays gone uh-huh. with the. Yeah. <laughs> there. But but you're saying God. you want you want to help be uh, something dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just want to, you know. I think, like, in terms of, like, a lot of, like, regular interpersonal shit, being, like, a chronic enabler is, like, a problem, right? Um, And I'm sure you and I could go on and on about that. But, like, I mean, when you do that, you know, in a, a, like, in terms of, like, for, like, a, a professional occupation, I mean, a lot of that like culpability it doesn't really lie on you you're just doing your job and it's good it's a good thing yeah you know so that and when does uh san jose come into play is this after the ot Mm, so no so that's i went to san jose so uh finished high school in 2012 sat around for almost like three years was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to school to like be an OT, but I obviously need to go to like community college. So I did that and I went to Citrus. And like four or however many years later, I transferred to San Jose State and I went out there. That was, yeah, see, that was crazy because I didn't even know you were out there. And yeah. then you rolled up on a bike with motherfucking <laughs> Mohawk Ken. <laughs> Mohawk Ken, yeah. Um, that's a motherfucking piece of shit right there. Yeah. But I? yeah, it was. <laughs> um, yeah, it, Mohawk Ken, if you're listening, it's on site when I see you. <laughs> I'll be I'll be Brilliant. passing through the fucking 
I'll be passing through Central Valley mm-hmm. come January. So if you want the smoke, I got you. But um, yeah, that, that was just a weird scene in there. But yeah. then you do the San Jose thing, uh-huh. and then you're back. Yeah, I I think in the midst of COVID, I hold up in Arizona at the Jeff Rowley house. Shout out. Yeah, his fucking parents own Jeff Rowley's house. It's real. It's real. Big square bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I just recently learned about that. It fucking blows my mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was over there for, I don't know, like a while. It was a while. I finished up like two semesters. A semester and like a little inner semester over there. And then I came back and did my final semester here. At BBC? No, it was over summer online. So oh. I was still at SJS, yeah. Um, yeah, that was my internship when I was teaching uh, fall prevention to a bunch of old people on the internet. Hell yeah. That, this is how you don't fall. Like, yeah. Hold on to something. Yeah. Uh, basically. Fucking right. don't speed off. Mm-hmm. Fucking don't run to the hills and fucking. Yeah. Probably don't. Uh, What's that food truck that comes around for old people? Uh, Meals What's on Wheels? Yes, but there's another one. It's like, it had like a duck or a swan on it. Oh, fuck. I don't you know, know what I'm talking about, right? I don't, but I, I like fuck, the idea hold on, of this. Hold on. But, so, you're back, mm-hmm. finish school, yeah, and then you get the bright idea of trying to go to the military. Okay, so here's the bit. Um, I I am a very kind of like, I don't want to say like fiscally conservative individual. I think in general, uh, I do my best to take care of myself uh, holistically where I can, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of that definitely stems from whatever. Swans. Yes. That's the, the food uh, thing. Do you remember? Dang. I don't think you would. Never mind. I had a friend whose dad drove for swans. Yeah, this fucking thing. Yeah, that's right. There's always, no way. That company's got to be out. There's no way they still exist. I don't think they exist anymore. Rip, dude. But, yeah, um, damn, what was it? <gasps> there he is. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, military, right? Yeah. Um, so. I think when I was a younger man uh, and I was in high school, uh, I had a very, very like kind of more definitively like fucked up disposition. Um, a lot of that stemmed from big surprise you missed. Uh, uh, just insecurities in general that I kind of like wasn't like dealing with. Um, but I was like kind of like a mean dude. See, I... <clears throat> oh, let me get back to the mic. I had to deal with some uh the roommates. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, see I didn't know you in high school. And then mm-hmm. when we talk about when I met you, mm-hmm. I'll go more into how you were right, you seem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prove your point. <sighs> But yeah, so I was very much like, I don't know, how would you sum that up? 
just like this like vague like I had this like vague like brutalist like chip on my shoulder right and the whole premise was kind of like kind of don't do harm unto others because you should probably expect them to do harm unto you right and kind of all the angles of that so that was like wild and all but like that's like what I lived at the time, right? And so by that premise, like, and I know it to be true because again, I experienced it. Like, I I like worked out a lot in high school. Uh, I was kind of buff and maybe imposing and my like social disposition was even more like brooding and not, I was not very approachable, like actually. Um... Like, if anything popped off and I decided I was going to, like, harm somebody, I was going to do that. Right? Yeah. And that was something, after a couple of interesting wake-up calls, which I pretend, like, don't, like, define my identity, but basically do, but we don't really have to get into that. Um yeah that that was just not the kind of person I wanted to be, right? So I had to do a lot of big thinking from then on, right? Point is, at the time, uh, I very much entertained, and I, I think I mentioned that my father was a veteran, uh, and my father was never, like, a very, like, spooky, brutal, hard-ass, like, draconian, wake his children up at four in the morning and make them go through a whole weird routine like my dad was never that guy he was always pretty uh pretty just lax and like accepting and like okay with whatever we were doing personally in terms of like his kids behavior um but like i was familiar with like military shit in general and i was like in high school like oh, yeah, maybe I would like to be a Green Beret. Um, because, and as stupid as it sounds, like Metal Gear Solid was something that, like, helped form my character. What's, uh, what's, what's your uh, favorite game? Of the M2. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 is one of the greatest games ever made. In all I've never world, played anything. I haven't played... Any of the Metal Gear games except for five and four. Uh -huh. I started four. I was like, yeah. I don't get the TV bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I, and then like, oh, I wouldn't start at four. Five Phantom Pain. Uh huh. Fucking awesome. That game I just rips. never. Yeah. That's when you get quiet. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. And that game yeah. was like too big. I felt like there was a period in time where like, if it wasn't like Call of Duty Zombies or uh -huh. like sports games uh -huh. i was just not i felt like a fucking pud and like a regular ass nerd who like uh -huh. would just play like sports or shooter games yeah but now i feel if i go back i'm like oh i know what's going on uh-huh but i do want to get into mgs because there's a lot of cool shit oh yeah snake eater that theme is so hard that that game rips fuck what was it mgs3 is awesome there used to there was a metal gear meme when ocelot he like comes up he's like this uh-huh at the cutscene, he's like I have hands, or he's like, he's like, he's like, holy shit, I have hands, or something like that. And it's like six year olds realizing they can touch stuff at birthday parties. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's amazing, I have hands, or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Good, good stuff, like, like big stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, fuck, Hideo Kojima is like a crazy guy, but like that guy is 
actually brilliant. I gotta tell you that. Like, again, like Metal Gear Solid 2, like, Batman's predicted the future and, like, such the most, like, such the most. Just, like, like really. Predicted the future? Absolutely. How's that? With, like, Metal Gear Solid? <sighs> yeah. I, I can't even. I can't. Even with, like, in 4, you know, it opens with the. Uh, war has changed. ID tag weapons. ID tag soldiers doing proxy Wasn't wars. That like and, the like the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's taken in the desert and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, man is a man is a an auteur for sure. Like Wacko, still smart. I think he was a badass for pulling PT. I think yeah, I was one of the, like. Just letting his fucking dick hang like crazy and then pull PT away and the balls came out. And mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, you get the dick and balls now. Because everyone was so hyped. Norman Reedus in a Silent Hill type game. Yeah. And then gone. Yeah. So pimp. Yeah. You were saying though, Mel, your solid helped uh, shape yeah. your life. Yeah. And I, at the time, Maybe that wasn't a good thing, but like, you know, again, that was part of my experience and it's very important to me still. Um, but yeah, yeah, I want to be a Green Beret, basically. And high school's like, yeah, I would I would like to be a Green Beret. Um, but big surprise, I think a lot of people's experience with the military, short of people that stay like indefinite, like career military, is not good. Um there's a lot that my father wasn't around for, for this, that, or the other reason. And it was something that definitely took a toll on my mom. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so again, I've, I've always been a big, like, I want like a, uh, Oh my God. What's the word that I'm thinking of? Nuclear family guy. Like I, the, the nice family, the kids, the, mom, white picket fence. Oh, the baby boomer. Yeah, brother. Like I, I want a family. I've always wanted a family. War right. never changes. War never changes. <laughs> uh, well, what's his name? Did you like Fallout Four? I didn't play none of that shit. I never played Fallout because it looked like Skyrim to me, and I didn't. It like was Bethesda. It's just fucking yeah, radioactive fucking Skyrim. It's yeah. all it is. It's dope. I love. I'm a Bethesda guy. Uh-huh. But damn. Yeah. No, I get it. But you're saying uh, no. But yeah, uh, so I don't know. I I I got even my mom for a very long time was like, none of my kids are going in the military, right? And that's fine, makes sense. There's a lot of terrible things that come with that, for better and for worse, right? Cool. Um, but then I got out of school. Uh, I finished up my internship. Uh, didn't have a whole lot of prospects. I was doing this like weird like made up like pseudo PE teacher like subsidized like PE teacher thing Mm -hmm. that was working in Hesperia school district um and it was not a very satisfying experience but it was something that was vaguely in the field of like what I was going into I did eight nine months of that and then I was like this is I think I got in a car wreck. I got in that car wreck, and then I was driving. He cut me off. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that later. That's a good story. Yeah. Uh, car wreck, and then I was driving a big-ass truck, and that's when 
gas prices started to skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout outs to to Kristen for giving me vehicles when I don't have one. Um, mm-hmm. But then obviously it wasn't sustainable because I was driving like all the way, like past where Caesar lives, right? Like thirty five, like forty minute drive. Kill myself. <laughs> like every day. Uh, and then at the end, I got like a little promotion. I was making like nineteen fifteen hours or like nineteen bucks an hour, but it was like you know, like four hours a day, five days a week. Like it was technically consistent, unless it wasn't. If there was like inclement weather or something, and it was just like, is it worth it? And the answer was no. It was uh, not a great experience. Um, after that, I got other job. I'm currently there now. Uh, that's fine, but at the same time, I had been shopping around with the military because I was trying to get my student loans paid. That was the whole bit. But also, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of perks to, like, being not a veteran, but, like, a civilian, like, that was or is in the military, right? That was appealing, and also, like I said, I was trying to get my loans paid, uh, I shopped around for a long time. I put a lot of effort into that. Um, I'm, again, almost 30, so, you know, you're kind, you kind of don't look like an optimal candidate until you're, like, right there at MEPS, and they're like, oh, you are an optimal candidate, duh, right? Uh, so, again, What does MEPS I, stand for? I can't even remember military something something processing something i couldn't even tell you but yeah um i studied for the asvab for like i bought these flashcards and i looked at them for a couple of weeks and then i i know that like my my weakness would be some science concepts basically some physics stuff and some math so I spent two days on math, and then I went and I took the test, and I scored well. So I studied for two days, and I scored pretty well. Uh, and I was like, cool, I get what I want. Like I have my pick of whatever I want. But at that point, I was processing with the National Guard. There's a lot of perks that comes with that, a.k.a. I can be home right, most of the time go down once a month. But even at that point, going in with a bachelor's degree, you go in as an E4, that's your pay grade. So I'm making 300 extra dollars a month and that's it. Kind of not great. No. Um, what I did get was like the max like education benefits like all the way through. I got all of that. That was cool, that was satisfying, but realistically that was the bare minimum of what I was looking for. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that with the ASVAP, the lower you get, the lower perks you Absolutely. So I didn't know that. That that's very fucked up. No, it's it's wild because people will like stay in the military indefinitely, like go career military. Yeah. Um and there'll be like some dude that went and like got an infantry job because they scored like a fifty. Right, that that score follows you for the rest of your career, right? Really? Yes, you cannot like progress very far <laughs> if you don't ace the ASVAB. 
I, it's fucking crazy. It's like, ooh, I don't that that whole thing is weird. I I have you know family members in the military, so mm-hmm. I obviously back it. it, it it's an unnecessary machine. It's an unnecessary machine that we need. Mm-hmm. You know, with certain things like our world is based off so many things that are so fucked and corrupt, but it won't. I don't think in our lifetime we'll see. Mm-hmm. It like capitalism or yeah. the war or like army or military or like. Uh-huh. But I think it. I think for uh, a thing that's trying to recruit people and get more people in it, mm-hmm. I think their initiation or like um, their screening and acceptance and like uh, scoring is very harsh. Yeah. Um, but like I said. Um, you definitely don't want some dickhead dumbass mo- like mm-hmm. monitoring a tank or fucking yeah. something yeah, that will which, like, crucially fuck yeah, us. Which is which is it's it's interesting because kind of uh, the success of like any position is contingent on like oh well how efficiently can we like soldierize the individual right? Um, obviously. Uh, so, so like, uh, in terms of, like, cognitive function, like, you're not really, like, a human being until you're, like, mid to late 20s. That's biology and, like, neurophysiology. That's how existing works. I can't wait to be a human. Yeah, you're getting there, dude. You're close. I'm going to hit the fucking human mark next year, dude. I'm going to be a human next year. <laughs> you're doing it. Yeah, Watch uh, out. yeah, but like, I mean, it's it's again, like it it wouldn't considering the rates at which people are enlisting and people are successfully getting through like maps and processing and like getting even shipping off. Right, the rates are beyond abysmal. Like nobody is getting in. Um, nobody is staying in if they can. Uh, you would think that they would do the obvious thing and just be more transparent about the entire process. And that's really all it takes. You know, if you, if I'm sitting down the thing and you're like, oh yeah, uh, you know, uh, I don't know the, the whole soldierization thing, like we're, we're going to demean you. We're going to do again. It's as simple as having a representative come down from, uh, wow. What is it? What's it called? I forget what the, the like, the like big bureaucratic uh, legal, legal arm of the military is. I forget the name of it. MP? No, 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 no. I was going to say MASH, and that is not, <laughs> that is not right. Uh, whatever, have somebody come down oh, and like. Oh, it's on. Delta Farce, the one that <laughs> yeah. Chuck or Larry Cable guy was in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Big, oh, basically. What is a big bureaucratic? It's just the the like legal arm, like the legal branch of the military. Um, freaking a, what are they called? But anyway, yeah, it's just having a rep come down and be like real transparent with you about everything that's going on. Jag. Jag. You have some reps from Jag. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they don't. They couldn't be bothered. Did they make a game called Jag? There was a show called Jag, and I think that's why I dropped Mash because 
they're both military ass sitcoms or whatever. Mm. But now, uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, the issue with like soldierization is that there's kind of no like rehumanization that comes after that. Um, and it's kind of just like people like really like find solidarity and experience of like if you are socializing and surrounding yourself with people, it is people that have the same experience, and that's great. But like big surprise, people are going to have a chip on their shoulder, right? And it's it's the system does not quite work anymore if it ever actually did, right? Yeah. Um. And I don't know. It's it's really messed up. But uh, point is, uh, I was gonna do that. Right? I was gonna go. I was. I didn't really have uh, any particular like leaning in terms of like what was going on. I'm a, again. I'm a big. I haven't mentioned this, but. I spend a lot of time like researching philosophy, big, big, big existentialist, uh, big, uh, big cynic, honestly, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of a stoicist, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, big proponent of a, uh, shout outs, uh, Simone de Beauvoir, shout outs, uh, Nietzsche, um, Sartre. Sartre. Who do I like? Oh, Foucault. Foucault, Sartre. I mean, all those French people are really problematic, but we don't got to talk about that. Um, but yeah, I'm about it. But like, yeah, the, the suffer the consequences of your convictions. I had to do what I had to do, and I agreed to do it. Uh, but again, uh, I don't know. I was coming to shows, helping you out with things. And that's kind of all that I really wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, I, it was, you know, especially from having time apart, mm-hmm. uh, coming back and having you around was really fun. And mm-hmm. then I guess I got spooked mm-hmm. when you mentioned that, hey, my, the, the clock is ticking. I got to get all this done. Yeah. And us starting a project and you being in another one mm-hmm. and like worrying about like not having enough time. Yeah. Kind of freaked me out. And then I proposed. I was messing around one day and I told everybody I'm going to get Eric to stay. And I fucking shook his ass to the core with a long ass talk, <laughs> telling, laying his future out. And I mentioned it. I don't know if you listened to the last episode. I haven't heard it yet. No. Okay, so in that one, uh, I mentioned you, and I tell I tell people, I told the people, I was like, you can do what you want the way you want it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fucking go to the military mm-hmm. just to make three extra hundred bucks. You know, you can pick up side jobs. You know, you're gonna have to eat shit for it. But once it starts breaking in, like literally, I've been working my ass off. And I've gotten some of the craziest news these last two days. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to disclose anything yet, but it's like, it's ridiculous. And I've had to eat shit for like seven, eight years. But now it's starting to like, finally, you know, my recordings are starting to be better. My mixing is starting to be better. It just gets easier in time. It just depends on how much you're willing to put into it. 
Mm-hmm. And I think you're not a half cop kind of guy, you know, especially like, uh, so um, I laid out like, hey, you know, you can come in and join in on this local man thing and be the guitar in-house guitar guy for C47, you know, and be uh, uh, available to people who I record and not just be that, but also have your own standalone gig where you can set normal people's stuff up you know like you can set up some dumbass fucking seven-year-olds first act guitar and have it get ready to go you know mm-hmm. and just you know make and just smoke that shit in an hour and like do like maybe like two or three guitars and like a whole rebuild in like a day and mm-hmm. make the 300 that way yeah just doing that without having to be yelled at and mm-hmm. fucking like demoralized and demeaned uh-huh. and it's abuse, brother. Abuse, yeah. Be yelled at, but be legally abused. Yeah. And be signed up for it because you're in debt. And I I basically laid it out for him like that. And it, it sparked something. He's like, dude, I couldn't go to sleep. I was up all night thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I really do. I I I'm pretty sure this is all gonna work. It's gonna work out. I'm gonna make it work out. I'm not saying it. I hope it will make work out. But you know, he's gonna be doing something he loves. Going back yeah. to the thing that he wanted to do originally, be a luthier mm-hmm. and become the guy who makes his own guitars and kill every single person out here that does dumbass guitar work because. There's a lot of shitty people out here. That's true. And so he got his first taste of that because our friend of the podcast, Sage, hopefully he'll be on soon. I don't know when he's going to come out. He brought his acoustic, and I was like, yeah, this is Eric. He like works on all the guitars here, and he's our guitar guy. And he's like, oh, really? Would he like look at my acoustic? And I was like, yeah, I don't know if he does like acoustic stuff like that. And Eric looked at it. And then, uh, what would you do? You set it up, or yeah? Uh, so I think he had questions about um, kind of the general stability because I think he dropped it, and then just yeah, where the setup was at. And so, I mean, I didn't have to do a lot of work, but it was just like minor setup and restring, and just make sure it was good to go. Yeah, because basically at the studio when I'm working, Eric's working. You know. If it's not one of our guitars or his guitars, he's doing something. Or we're working on the project. Or we're like I've I've sacrificed. I brought my toolbox into the control room for him to be able to work in an air conditioned like mm-hmm. environment. So he's not in the office sweating. It's true. Having to wear headphones because I'm tracking. Mm-hmm. But you know, and now we're sharing a toolbox because I want this to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm willing to to sacrifice. Because I I believe and I honestly see the potential in this, but so basically I've set it up to where if you come record with me, you have the option of having him set it up like pre pro or like that first couple of hours I'm like doing the drums or like mapping and all that, and you know if if that's something that you would be interested if you want to record you know you can hit me up or hopefully soon. We'll get yeah. something going for little Eric's workshop. We'll work but on it. But he, he can basically do this 
and get real good at it to where people are driving two hours away because of trusted clients or, you know, just how good his shit is. And he would come out, make money, and not have to work that dumbass job he works now mm-hmm. and just be able to make his own guitars mm-hmm. and work on guitars and make shitty guitars good because mm-hmm. he also wants to be here for sessions because I'm not trying to record shit. I'm not trying to record junk guitars mm-hmm. and not have shitty stuff because that makes my job harder. And if we're recording dope-ass shit and have dope-ass shit for people to record on, the recording's going to be dope. Mm-hmm. But back to Sage, he set it up, made it sound really good. Sage paid him. And the smile from Eric's ear to ear was fucking, he was so giddy about it. I was like, see how fucking easy that was? See how fucking good it feels? And you didn't have to do that dumbass shit you do at work and have to wear some stupid ass fucking uniform or whatnot. You got to be, got to fucking dress the way you wanted to, talk the way you wanted to, mm-hmm. do things at your own pace, hang out, fucking drink a beer and, mm-hmm. you know. You could do it the way you want to and still be able to profit off of it. Yeah. So I laid that out for him, and he um, obviously he's still here. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. So hopefully soon, little Eric's Workshops website or Instagram Mm -hmm. will be um, up and running. But as of right now, it'll be a uh, subsidiary of Local Man. Absolutely. And... That service is open to anybody. Even if you want to hit me up just to get the stuff done, you know, he'll be here. He'll We'll figure it out. We'll work it out. Perfect. He'll bust all the shit out. He literally made my fucking piece of shit DVZ guitar mm-hmm. the most, the, the baddest, meanest thing ever. So, <laughs> like that, he sets all the bass up. We created the Peter Steele bass. Yeah. With my fucking sick ass bass. <laughs> yeah. Um, we literally put a fucking 12 string gauge on a fucking no 12 gauge string, let's just say. Yeah. On a fucking Ibanez and made it sound heavy as fuck. That sounds good. He we got a free first act, souped that thing up. Mm-hmm. It's just and he loves the shit. He he's like very knowledgeable. I always make the the joke that like if you like talk to Eric about any gear. We're like, yeah, well, uh, the sister company in 1982 uh, was actually making this type of model, and uh, I'm like, that's cool. I like I, now. I like it now. I understand it because like I, I I like gear. I like gear talk. Any gear talk is sick. But back when I was showing on my BC Rich, I was like, okay, cool. But can you fix it? I don't care. Like fix this bike. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So hopefully, when this comes out in the next week or so, we can do it. But as of right now. If you want your guitar set up and you don't want it fucked up by some stupid ass fool and like other dumb people and it's trusted. Mm. He's also very particular and very, very anal about how he wants his shit. Like I'll see him sit there and be like, no, God damn it. No, no, God damn it. He's like, he's very, (laughs) very accurate. And even Sage, got to get a testimonial. He'll be on it. He he he, oh. he strummed his first C chord, and he, it looked like he nutted. It was crazy. He was like, he's like, holy fuck. God. So, little Eric's workshop. Hit local man's page or 
the at that will be included on the Instagram post when I post this <laughs> uh, today when it comes out. But yeah, so luthier and luthier to uh, aspiring luthier. Yeah, all around good guy, guitar yeah, tech. It's the goal, right? Yeah. Now we're finally off the second question. That was just the Jesus. second question. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, how did we meet? Do you remember how we met? Mm. Uh, my my visions, my memory's a little skewed. Yeah, I feel like I become dumber. That's why. Yeah, I've asked to rebook, but I remember it. I'm pretty sure. I remember seeing you. I don't uh -huh. know if you were scrawny at the time, yeah. but you looked very frail. You looked scared. But uh -huh. now hearing that, you look brutal. You're in your brutalist phase. <laughs> yeah. 2014, I think, is when we met. Yeah. At a Easter right. metal showcase called mm -hmm. Basket of Metal. He, he got he and, had the and, and my And our pop punk band, Daylight, yeah. opened up this big death metal metal chord. And I seen my friend shooting heroin up that I went to school with in eighth grade in, in the back room. And I was like, this is very surreal. This is God. very visceral. Mm -hmm. um, visceral, but, that's right. But I remember being in this, uh, for those of you, I forget the old heads saying for it, but it was the Ryan Rinker house. Uh -huh. Very nasty, very grody place. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, if you go in the backyard, there's salting crackers everywhere. Yes. Whether they're open or just packaged and uh -huh. just thrown That's around. That's right. Yeah. Um, the whole family, I don't like to talk. I, I love talking shit, but <laughs> on like situational stuff, but like there was not a lick, there was not one tooth in sight <laughs> on that family. <laughs> and it was crazy. And they were trying to sell like fucking crock you know crock pot like bulk crock pot shit yeah like five dollar hot dogs that was shit. a bit yeah, yeah, and yeah. and it's just like all right get the fuck out of here but when we played everyone's like you guys are good but i don't know why the fuck you're playing this show and i was <laughs> like i don't know either yeah this is at a time when i had my phone taken away because i was doing bad in school and so my mom was like <laughs> fuck you and this is a very hard time for a band because no communication <laughs> So it was literally like Damien and Caesar had to drive to my house and be like, hey, can you play this show or not? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll say, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, I remember Caesar being like, yo, Caesar and Damien being like, yo, Eric's here. I'm like, who the fuck is Eric? Uh -huh. I remember like strictly walking across the living room or walking from the front yard yes. into the house. I see you, because I had a china cabinet uh -huh. that you can stand on or like kind of like, brace up against yeah and like people are not gonna mosh into that it's glass yes so like i remember him standing in the back with a purple hoodie on uh-huh with like kind of like a like a facial hair thing going on yeah probably like beard like goatee i can't remember uh-huh but he had like a little overgrown hair kind of going down glasses yeah. looking very frail and scared i don't think i talked to you i don't remember i don't think we talked then no but uh, but i just remember being like what's up and you're just like And then you and Damien and Caesar were talking, but mm -hmm. I just didn't talk. And I guess I just like fucked off somewhere. Mm -hmm. That was my first time meeting you. Yeah. And then I think you just started like blossoming around like daily and uh -huh. opening up more. Yeah. Because then like we would be at like like Singer's house and that's when the banana photo got taken. Yeah, that's right. That's right. What happened that? What happened then? With a banana? 
Yeah, the there was a tortilla, right? <laughs> oh fuck! Um, I don't remember that. I I blocked that part of my life out because yeah. there was a lot of a lot of girl troubles I was going through. I just do gotcha. not want to remember. There was that was somebody's birthday, right? I think it was Josh Singer's birthday or his graduation party. Oh yeah, it was definitely something like that. Um, I don't know. Those fuckers would be throwing parties for anything. Yeah. I mean, like, I was I was over there. Uh, be like, Josh uh, just filled this tank party. <laughs> I'm there. I like their house. Yeah. They always have dope no, food. No, that's true. All the the again, another white family that puts the yeah. rocks the crock pot. Yeah, hey, I'm yeah, gu- they, they I'm did GSC, have a crock brother. Pot. I'm guilty as charged. Yeah, <laughs> there's a TikTok where it's like a, a little girl. It's like a girl walking home. Uh huh. Or she walks in the house, and he's like. Didn't you hate that when you see this when you come home and it's a it's a crock pot and he's like she's like no, <laughs> it's like it's the crock pot is out. You're like fuck. I do that. I do that. Even though yeah. it's a third world problem. I see a crock pot. And yeah. I, I smell the roast being cooked. I'm yeah. like fucking no, kill me. It's all everybody uses the uh, the stupid automated pressure cookers now. No. Oh uh, yep. That's uh, fucking the fucking pussy shit. Learn yeah. how to cook. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah. No, um. I was there. Outsource your veggies and eggs and all. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, yeah, uh, <laughs> local growing, dude. Come on. Um, God, what? I was there. I, I was there for singer, and I knew you guys were going to be there. It, um, and I was like, cool. Yeah, I mean, I'll show up. Uh, I knew Bert was going to be there. Oh, fucking Bert. Um. Don't get me started. Again, me and Bert have been in like three, four bands together. But I like, never we're knew like, that. I never knew that. Yeah. But like, fucking asshole. Does a band really exist if it only lasts like a few weeks? Mm-mm. Exactly. So a like, band doesn't exist until a form of it is. Uh, someone can look up a form of it. I whether like it. Whether yeah. it's video. Uh-huh. A flyer. Uh-huh. There has to be media of it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm about it. But yeah. So, like, our band definitely exists. I'm yeah. Looking. Oh, well, I'm not looking at the session, but mm-hmm. been working on it. But you're saying. Yeah. But uh, I think I was messing because it's a tortilla. I just don't know what I was doing because it spirals out. What were were they eating tacos? Or what was it? I don't remember what we were even eating. Like, what was there? The food. It was something that had a tortilla to deal with. I just don't know why the tortilla got ripped up into a spiral. Because in the uh-huh. photo, it's me laying on the ground being like, <laughs> why? Like, why? <laughs> but the tortilla is all spiraled out. And it just says bananas. Yeah. And I think it's one of the funniest fucking photos ever. Yeah. Um. But no, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember why I got tore up. I just, you dropped it. You just dropped it, right? That was the whole bit. Mm-hmm. And then you got I on was the like floor. playing with it, and I just yeah. let it fall. I was like, yeah. and it just fell. And you you took the time to like get on the floor and then get in the pose. I'm trying to find the banana photo right now. Uh huh. But yeah, but banana and what was that on my Instagram at the time or something? Yeah, it was like banana. Yeah, That's and it. I just posted banana because I didn't used to like tag anything or like. No, it was just like, like firing off. Yeah, I love when people do that. I love when they're just like. No explanation, just like fuck you. Yeah, that's not here anymore. But yeah, so uh, I know you have it. I know you have the picture. It's got to be somewhere. I, I think I have a screenshot of. Yeah. 
But yeah, I'm sure I purged. I purged a lot of shit from my Instagram at some point. Um, oh yeah, you you posted a photo of your Ibanez bass, and you said, "Sorry, I missed your party." Yeah, season. I didn't go to that party because I was refinishing that bass. And you're like, "Happy birthday, Pete Wins." <laughs> I forgot <laughs> his. Uh, I think up until a little while ago. Uh, his name in my phone was still Pete Wentz. And I was like, this shit's got to change. This has got to go. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I was working on that bass. That's when... Uh, boys. There it is. That's God, when... Uh, damn, I still have that cowboy hat. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Saving the world one life at a time. I love this photo of you and your dad. My dad? Well, you were in the fan of the opera show. Is it the, the encore one? That was the encore one, yeah. Okay. I got like two or three of those. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, I was putting that bass together for Lindsay. Okay. Uh, and so I had to finish Jobbing? it. She was like, Do I? I think that cat's gone. I love that cat. I love that picture. She was sweet. I was, I've been around a couple of cats this week. Yeah. One's named Marshall. He's dope. He was using my leg for, like, uh-huh. he's, an, he's an in and out cat. Yeah. But he would just, Anytime I come out, he'd be like, meow, meow. He's just like Cute. annoyingly just meowing. Yeah. And he followed me all around the driveway he that we were at. Dude. Yeah. And then he like just latched onto my thigh and was just like chilling. Mm-hmm. He was just like licking my fucking shorts. <laughs> and then. You, your tasty shorts, dude. <laughs> shit just lands on my little rock. I don't care. <laughs> Dogs yeah. love my shorts. They're like, they're like, hey, is that some fucking McDonald's barbecue sauce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see it they're short so that there's the reason why we wear clothes is to protect our skin yeah you're right you can't they look fashionable that's what i'm saying when people are like i need to k- take care of my shoes i'm like they're fucking supposed to protect your feet yeah yeah like fucking calm down mm-hmm. but um and then the other cat mr baxter he's the old he's the old man he's the fucking He's the fucking regulator. He comes around and punks mm-hmm. motherfuckers. Like, I like, like I was holding Marshall, and then Marshall's in my lap, and then Baxter just walks up and swats Marshall in the head, <laughs> yeah. and then takes his spot. It's so pimp. <laughs> it's so fucking badass. I like it. Um, Tomato has been relocated. The other cat. Mm-hmm. Tomato is uh, with my other friend Ian Shelton, and he, um, yeah, they, he just fell in love with her and she's cool like she was never like a outdoor cat that taylor was saying and uh was very was very upset when they moved and would sit in the room and wait for them yeah but but yeah the banana photo Mm -hmm. i I was like hey eric's here that's sick Mm -hmm. and then that's when we finally talked though wasn't it wasn't that the night we like sat down and had a conversation yeah i think i was like bc wrote something or yeah, you mentioned that to me. Yeah, I think yeah, all the conversations revolved around that. Yeah, remember that? I remember you coming over, hanging out uh-huh. at my house. But yeah, but yeah. So banana uh, took the picture, posted it, and then what you asked me, you're like, "What? Why banana?" And I was just like, "It was the first thing that came <laughs> to mind." And you were like. <laughs> Yeah, dude, banana. That, that's how I like when people fire off. That's what, like when people plan post. Mm. That's why I just post and I'm just like, fuck your vibes. And it's just me with the sunglasses and a hat. Absolutely. Um, 
But yeah, I, I don't remember the the time between that, but I remember just like just you know, you being around and just being a part of everything. Mm-hmm. And then you started coming around, moshing for daylight. Yeah. With a good friend Kevin and my yeah. brother Henry. There he is. And there he is. Wearing your military jacket. Yeah, no, I know. I love all that crazy shirt. And yeah, shit. And that's your true. fucking Travis Bickle era. Mm-hmm. Um and then it kind of just like dissipated. And then once like we finished high school, everybody just all went to subways. And then the fucking reclaim starts and we go to San Jose and you roll up a motherfucking MK, Mohawk Ken. There he is. Yeah. I was there. That fool was wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you were there. I was like, what the fuck? And then you came back, started hanging out with Caesar. And then. Mm-hmm. You uh, came back here. It's been a fun, awesome time since. I agree. Yeah, it's been nice. I like it. So with the Luthier stuff, mm-hmm. what started? What was your, I don't know if you've touched base on it, but mm-hmm. what fired you up to, this is what I want to do. This is what, like, what? what was... What was the thing that made you want to be a luthier? Like, what was like the moment you're like, "This is what's sick, and this is what I want to do." The moment, I think, uh, which is interesting because this is very much like rooted in the the like enable people to do things thing. Uh, my first guitar was that Lion by Washburn Limited Edition Pop Top. Sienna sunburst like weird thing you've seen it I brought it um that guitar actually rips um but for whatever reason like at the time when I was a kid like playing quote quote pretending like I was putting a whole lot of effort into learning to play like it was hard to play and it wasn't very playable and I experienced the sort of same thing with guitars that my sister had lying around that yeah, like that she bought in her teens. And then I experienced the same thing kind of later when I got my first electric bass. Um, which was that purple dean. But actually before that I got that that acoustic electric uh ovation mm-hmm. that Caesar has somewhere. Cause I gave it. To oh, he him. has it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we used it on. Oh shit, we did it for an anti-socialite group. Oh, uh-huh. I missed that. You were at. You would always pop up randomly, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, at, before reclaim, you were at an anti-socialite gig, and we laughed yes. at. Uh, what's his face? Macabre. Oh, shout outs to uh, what's this thing now? Acid bat. Yeah, uh, Macabre. But. Yeah. That shit hurt. I hated that. Um, yeah, but you were yeah. saying you were talking about the bass. Yeah. Um, ew, okay, so yeah, Caesar wound up with that. So yeah, I I, I was always popping in and out, um, which is something that kind of weirds me out, but whatever. Um, so yeah, instruments weren't quite playable. And I told you, I remember one time I took my bass to Beethoven's and I was like, I want lower action. They were like, 
oh, what do you mean? Like, and I was just like, I just want it to play better. And he was like, oh, I can lower your action, but you're probably going to get more fret buzz. And I was just like, I just mm -hmm. want it to play better. Like I was asking for a setup, right? Like, realistically, if you're some like 50 year old fucking, I work in a music store in the music middle of the desert and you do this work and some young man brings you an instrument and asks you to make it play better, you're going to set it up. Yeah, it's your right? fucking job. You're not going to sit there and dick a kid around. And so, whatever. So he was like, yeah, I mean, I can I can do this, but, like, uh, it's going to be a, a... It might have the fret buzz. And I'm just, I mean, it already has fret buzz. I just want to know what you can do about it, right? So I paid the dude, like, 15, 20 bucks... And right in front of me, he just brings out an Allen wrench and adjusts the truss rod. And he was like, there's that better. And it wasn't. And I was like, this, like, I know this isn't hard, right? I'm just not confident in my skill set and my lack of tooling to do the thing, right? And there's a thing people will talk about, like, truss rod adjustments that it's, like, really dangerous and spooky. And it really isn't. Like, I mean, like anything, you just need to have the confidence to do it. And the experience that backs that up to, I don't know, make you comfortable not to do it again, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you know, you're, you're a kid with a collection of junky-ass guitars, uh, and that kind of doesn't make sense at, like, any price point, right? Like, what the point, or yeah, what is the point of selling a product that doesn't function, and that was just something that I kept like ruminating on. And so here and there, I just started tinkering and like breaking shit and mm -hmm. fixing shit. And I did that for years. Like I just wanted, like, I think it would be nice for like decent equipment to be accessible to people that want to play music in general. Right. Um, maybe that's a thing right now. But in general, I mean, you know, somebody's always going to get got. Like, companies are always exploiting demographics, this, that, and the other. Um, but again, like, somebody who picks up, like, an Affinity Strat, right, is probably not going to be playing that Affinity Strat for the rest of their, like, playing career. Um, for any reason other than, you know, nostalgia. Because it was their first guitar, right? Like... Cheap guitars are cheap guitars for the most part. Sometimes we luck out and they're decent instruments. A lot of times that's just not the case. And that kind of was something that bothered me. And that's why I was like, oh, well, I want to I wanna work on these things and fix these things and maybe build and improve these things one day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, bad, bad tech service is something that very much cemented i would like to do this i would like to do better than that for the sake of everybody that like has to touch an instrument right yeah. um yeah that's um that's that's why i started recording was uh not because of bad service i mean do you remember josh mata yeah so he was supposed to record the first anti-social demo mm. and him and Alex made it seem like they had this big, crazy, like, interface that was going to be able to record all of it. Uh -huh. And when it came time for Josh Ma to record, motherfucker brought a little two-channel interface. Uh -huh. They only had two preamps on it. Uh -huh. And he had, like, 
don't fucking know what he was using, but he like mic'd it all weird. I can remember it. And he's all, yeah, it sounds dope. And I remember just being like, dude, it sounds like fucking shit. Like, what uh-huh. the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. And then he's all, he was like, no, 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 I'm gonna make it sound dope. Don't worry. And we, uh, whenever did guitars and bass like di and i was like okay this is not weird this is like weird as fuck and we're supposed to do vocals and he just never did and he's like here you go i'm giving you the shit back because he was borrowing alex's shit yeah he's like here alex take the shit back i don't want anymore Uh we're like can we get the files and he's like no so like we didn't get it back (laughs) so basically Alex is like, well, let's just do it ourselves. Like, we'll buy a drum pack. Yeah. Drum mic pack. And we did. But I did it fucking stupid. And I did it eight hours to do, like, five songs. But I was doing it. So you you know how my sub is, where I can record simultaneously 24 channels at a time. Yeah. I did it six times per song. Because I did kick, snare, tom, tom, cymbal, cymbal. Yeah. And I didn't didn't just play the parts i was recording i did it six times i did it three times i see and i was like overdubbing so the first stuff sounds like ass Mm -hmm. and i I wanted to do it i had to do it because someone failed me Uh and i was like kind of like this i see and here i am today yeah much as you are too yeah yeah i see it all right, we're gonna get since we I think we got a good cover bases. <laughs> um, now we're gonna get little Eric opened. Oh yeah, favorite band of all time. Oh fuck, <laughs> Modest Mouse. Really? <laughs> yeah. Are they good? Cause I I know Float On. Mm-hmm. I know that one, but I don't know if I would like it. Yeah. Um. I'm going to tell you everything, absolutely everything, even the early, early, early dial song weird shit. Um, Everything through, what's that? There's like a little like leftover, what is that? After we were dead before the ship ever sank, even sank. Um, I forget what the hell is out. That's still like 20. That's like pre 2012. Like, I forget what that record's called. Which one? We were dead before the ship even sank. It was released after that. It was like the B sides. Strangers to Ourselves? No, that's the, the Golden next Casket? No. Baron Von Bullshit Rise Again? That's old. Sappy, sad, sad sappy sucker? That's old too. Oh, I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said. So we're going to find this name. 2007. Right? Hold on. Oh, shit. No one's first and you're next. I think that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. And there's like a fly and shit on the cover and it's all yeah. gray and fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely okay. everything through no one's first and you're next is brilliant. So what 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 draws you? What why is this your favorite band? Because it's speaking mm-hmm. to you and knowing that you're a a noise drone guy. Yeah, that's real. On this fucking little baby pussy softest <laughs> baby shit fucking band. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. So one part of it is nostalgia, and another part is uh, just experiencing that music and kind of the lyrical content and themes at. I guess that's technically nostalgia, but like shit is compelling. Like the writing was always compelling. Isaac is an interesting guy. 
um that's vocalist and fucking whatever the fuck else he plays um but no there was a uh there was like a fucking nissan commercial i always remember being in the suzu commercial but it was i'm pretty sure i looked it up and it was a nissan commercial and this was after they broke and like were about to go like uh mainstream um that gravity rides everything was on and i saw that commercial and heard that song when i was a kid and like it never like left my mind and so when good news broke and that that's uh the one with uh float on Right. Good news for people who love yeah, yeah. news. When that broke that Christmas, my mom, my parents, as like stocking stuffers, got me a Modest Mouse CD and that Franz Ferdinand record that also broke at the same time. So you used to know. Yeah. 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 So. Is um, that Franz Ferdinand record good? That record rips. Franz uh, Ferdinand's sick. I'm about to listen to it. It's good shit. Um, but like actually, uh, but the CD that I got wasn't, it wasn't good news. It wasn't a new CD. It was, it was the last big CD and that was uh sad, sappy sucker. No, that's older. Wow. I not, it goes from Lonesome Crowded West. Uh, Everywhere in his nasty parlor trip. No, that was it's saying that Baron Von Bullshit. Yeah. What the fuck? Building nothing out of something. No. <laughs> Moon in Antarctica. Moon in Antarctica. Okay. There it is. That's the fucking record. Um, that's the record I got, and I think what like track three on that is, uh, or track two or track three is uh, the song that haunted me. Gravity rides everything too. Yeah, and that is like like aside from everything, that is still my favorite song. Like period. That is like a number one desert island thing for me. I th- yeah, I had the same similar thing when the. When the Kia Souls came out and the uh-huh. hamsters were dancing, Black Sheep, that yeah. was my shit. <laughs> do, do, you can do, get with this. Do, 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 do. Hell <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. God. <laughs> that's awesome. That's like, that's like, I was not expecting Modest Mouse. I was, mm-hmm. if anything, I was expecting you to say like some death. If like, if he was that shit, it would be Death Cab. Yeah. No, I mean about that shit. Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um. Which I think is funny. I remember when we were at the that show waiting for a Hollows night to set up for an hour and a half. Uh, you were like, watch all these guys like set up and then they're gonna play like modest mouse shit. And I <laughs> and I, I fucking laughed. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't remember that. Holy shit. <laughs> I do. <laughs> probably it probably fucking struck a nerve. No. Um that's sick. Moss Mouse, I gotta listen to that record. Yeah. Worst band ever. Worst band ever. Oh, when you're just like, fuck. God, I'm gonna, like, if this shit keeps playing, I'm gonna fucking shoot something up. Uh huh. Damn. Um. Oh, fuck. So, this is fucked, right? Um, I'm not saying little Eric's about break some hearts. I'm not saying that like I I'm getting real fucking sick and have been for a long time with people conflating like the weird like 
scene aesthetic of like my chemical romance with emo in any capacity. Oh, and yeah, like, mall goth and mall emo. Yeah, and that shit like being emo. Like the roots are like barely even if not there at all. Yes. Um my chemical romance isn't emo. My chemical romance isn't a bad band. They're 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 a good band. They're good guys, right? Um I can't get behind anything that they do and I don't want it to have any bearing on my life in any capacity ever. And I really, 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 really don't care about how much people think that uh uh what is their fucking third record? The 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 dark, stupid emo concept bullshit. Oh, Black Parade. Black Parade. Fuck that record. Okay. Every time I hear the, the piano rip. Bing, from, bing, bing, bing. Classic. I feel like I'm getting fucking flashbanged. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, there's like, I don't like the production on that record. You can't hear the bass guitar at it's, all. It's the same reason why I hate fucking American Idiot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see fucking that. Fucking bands out of... Out of or bands not in their lanes doing stupid rock opera shit. Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's it's like jarring because and people fucking and people gassing them up. Yeah, people rally around it. Be like they're so innovative. I'm like, no, yeah. they just fucking wrote Rocky Horror fucking four. Yeah, there you go. It's uh, <laughs> it sucks because I. There's a lot. Uh, that there was a oh period. Oh my god! This band that's never done a concept album does took the time out of their like. Yeah. Why isn't people fucking sucking Cody and Cambria's dick? That's the that's whole a thing. good ass question. And I that, scratched that's what my the, head about what that, that fucking shit, band dude. is. Yeah, it's that's fucking real. It's comic book shit. And I want like for the longest time, I think what will make like my chem interesting to me is when they do a fucking double LP with Coheed. Like I want to see that happen. Yeah, because they're both comic book writers. I I want to see that happen, and I don't give a fuck about anything else. And they released that fucking single that was too long and too fucking boring. Their new shit. Fuck you guys. I don't care. I'm glad. And Gerard's I'm glad. a fat bitch. I don't want to see him dressed up like a fucking cheerleader. You look like shit. Men shouldn't wear skirts. It doesn't look good. Hot take. I'm sorry. This is see, this is the little Eric I wanted. Shit doesn't look good. It what doesn't look kilts? good. Kilts are that you know that's so a that's whole a thing. That's thing. like that's a like very specific. There's a whole lot that goes with like wearing a kilt, right? It's a whole look, right? Oh, it's a tradition. You have to fold your kilt and yeah, yeah, tuck yeah. It into your, that's your, fine. Um, like when belt. things look good, they look good. But if you see a man in a skirt, it's probably not going to look good. That's. I mean, look at Fat Mike. This shit does not look good. No. It, <laughs> Absolutely. When Don't was, do it. When I was like 10 or 12, um, I remember seeing TSOL. Mm -hmm. I was very stoked. He was wearing a kilt. Mm -hmm. And as a true Scottish man, he was mm -hmm. not wearing any underwear. Yeah. And I seen the whole fucking dick just like, wow. There this was. Is crazy. Yeah. And if I wore a kilt, I would not wear underwear either. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm Scottish, so I don't know if I can wear it. Yeah. I don't know if that's a Scottish thing or like if that just sits the Scottish. But. Well, uh, that's fine. Yeah, no, I don't know why people, what, like, fucking 
rock operas or like fucking theater music isn't as fucking yeah. big as it should be. Like, why the fuck did they have to do a fucking play for American Idiot when it's already a fucking giant dr- dramatic fucking yeah. theatrical movement? It's like, cool, you I, just made cool glee got their hands on it and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like conceptual albums or like if people like realize like how long high fidelity records take like yeah. like three months like there's people who are like like um i would recently watched the mastodon video of them doing blood mm-hmm. mountain mm-hmm. fucking three months to do that record which is fucking crazy to me yeah and if people realize how long that took instead of like someone being like well fucking this is the part when Here's my 11-minute song where he talks about some fucking stupid dumbass kid or something. Mm-hmm. Something about that. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> cool, you fucking, you changed the game. Yeah. Because you put the whole song, you made the songs fucking stick together. Yeah. Like, no offense. They wrote that yeah, big-ass 17-minute song, a, Decline. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a whole fucking thing. Oh, I don't know why know. people don't fucking dick ride that shit, but... I'm not a My Chem guy. Uh, they have one song I like, just mm-hmm. the intro. Yeah. So bass tone's dope as fuck. Yeah. But I'm sorry, y'all, my My Chem fans. I'm, I'm very... I'm, I'm uh, sorry. Oof. I'm sorry you're paying that much to see a fat guy sing. <laughs> in a skirt. <laughs> and they probably don't even God. see him. They're probably in the fucking back at the top of the stadium. Oh, yeah. And they're $300 tickets. Barely seeing barely yeah, the fucking screen at all. Mm-hmm. That's like favorite Blink One Eighty Two is one of my favorite bands in the world. I don't think I'm gonna go see them if I'm not playing with them. Yeah, yeah. Because why the fuck would I sit at the back of a fucking Toyota Arena? Yeah. And pay that much just to not be able to see them? Yeah, no, that's true. It's fucking bullshit. I'm not gonna go see it. Mm-hmm. I have my fucking priorities. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I don't even really go to shows that aren't at least pretty intimate, like small theaters. Um, or like fucking people who stand outside the fucking amphitheater or the Hollywood, let's say, okay, let's say they stand outside a giant festival for mm-hmm. like two days yeah, just to be fucking smushed at the gate yeah, by the barricade to see fucking Metallica play for three hours. Yeah, so that's like a bit too, I didn't, uh, what, I went to two festivals recently and that was my first experience. With what festivals? Thing. That was just like heaven, and what was the goth one before that? Uh, there was some goth new wave one. There was pink, right? The pink flyer. That was just like heaven. Was it? No, I thought the. Was it? I swear that just like heaven stuff was pink and purple. That was her motif. Oh fuck! I don't know. Does Morrissey have an Instagram? He must. Because he was at Just Like Kevin. I saw a Bauhaus at uh, the other one. Cruel World Fest. That's what it I was. I thought that was the pink and purple one. No, no, no. That shit was black. Or maybe it was, too. Now you might be right. Shit. Yeah, because I wanted to go and take my mom. Uh-huh. Take it sold the fuck out. Yeah. No, that shit was sick. Like, like Echo in terms dropped, of, right? Yeah. I've been so pissed. Yeah. That hurt. Because that was, like, really, really, really why I wanted to go. Doom. And then they doom, were gone. Doom, doom, <laughs> Yeah. But um, the, the lineup was poon. pretty sick. The Killing Poon. He's I gone. saw you. 
Um, Up against the cheeks. Yeah. And the thick as fuck. Kiko. <laughs> nah, I got it. That's it. I like it. Um, no. That was cool, but like, uh, I don't know, because what? It, oh, fuck. I miss Blondie. I didn't get to see Blondie. I don't think I would want to see Blondie. I don't think I want to see that. Like, Bro, you're not trying to you're not trying to smash Debbie Harry, dude. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I guess it's coming back. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, this. Oh no, it is kind of. It's like red and blue. Red and yeah. blue. Um, Morrissey Bauhaus. Fuck Bauhaus. I can give a fuck about Bauhaus. That shit ripped. I was Devo. I've been hell. Devo was sick. Psychedelic Furs. We saw it, didn't it was fucking whatever. Their sound Femmes, <laughs> violent femmes. Yeah. The church. Lords of the New Church. Public image. Oh my god. No, I missed that shit. We we I went late. We missed a bunch of it. That's sick Christian death. <sighs> missed it. I didn't see it. But also, uh whatever. Do you think you would have said the word damn word? I hope so. I heard that set was bad though. Like I heard they sucked. So that's interesting. See, that's what I'm saying. You guys are paying yeah, yeah, $500 yeah, to yeah, see fucking bags of leather on stage. Yeah. Try to play music with fucking 20-year-old dudes. Yeah. They get mad at them. They yeah. just Everyone talks shit about Axl Rose because how bad he is. Or no, no, Vince Neil. Yeah. How bad he is. But fucking Iggy Pop or like Debbie Harry is fucking yeah. up there. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, no, legends. Right. They're fucking so sick. <laughs> They can't perform. <laughs> no, they're fucking had to sit on a stool for an hour and a half yeah. because they're no, fucking. No, it was uh yeah, I don't think that is something that I wanna like really participate in consistently. Um No, it would have to be like holy shit, like even the Pantera thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I wanna see it, but it's not them. It's just yeah. Phil. Yeah. It's just fucking stupid. I don't like, really Pantera know. Pantera without the Abbott brothers is not Yeah, I don't know. How like, I'm not gonna go see Sublime because it's just fucking yeah. Eric Wilson. I, I don't know why they decided that was a good idea. Talk. Dude, there's all that shit with Vinny, and he's just like, there can't be a reunion if the band's dead. Yeah, <laughs> fucking like, for real. I was like, yeah, well, like that. It's I don't know. It's it's weird because I remember they even announced that like Zach was gonna use like Dime's backline and his guitars. And I'm like, that's cool, but also you're going to piss off a lot of people saying that. Like, it's not, it's just as cool as it is not cool. No. That's, that, that, that would irritate me. That would be like, Blink T's playing. Uh-huh. And fucking Dickhead McGee is playing Travis Barker's <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I'm like, a- no, I fucking paid $200 <laughs> for the VIP meet and greet <laughs> to fucking meet Travis Barker, not fucking. Yeah. Not. Fucking, fucking Dick Hemingway. Yeah. But no, but uh, again, I'm telling you. So, assuming that Pantera thing goes off, they gotta do a typo, dude. And I'm not saying any of this is a good idea, but it makes sense. That's all I'm saying. Everyone's there except for Big Pete. <laughs> yeah. But let's let's face it, Pete on his way out in his preacher fit is fucking <laughs> awful. Just holding on for dear life. (laughs) 
and just making that every suck, song. Dude. So I was, I was looking. <laughs> that shit suck. I was looking because I recently learned that typo negative was covered by Twitching Tongues. I was looking at the album. I'm gonna say this, and then we'll get to the next question. Mm-hmm. Dead again with a uh, Rasputin on it. Mm-hmm. And some of the songs are just like, "Don't forget we're fucking, we're still edgy." Yeah. Like dead again, tripping a blind man. Yeah. Uh, Halloween is heaven. Uh-huh. Halloween in heaven. She burned me down. Uh-huh. Some stupid tomorrow. Hail and farewell to Britain. Mm. I'm just like wrap it up. Yeah, no, I mean, but like that's that's the thing about like typo and again, like unfortunately, goth in general is that like the stuff that is tongue in cheek and like shtick is only good if you get it. If you buy into it, right? Um, as interesting as typo is, right? I don't like. I, I understand how it's hard to sell to somebody that like they're a good band. I get it. No, it's very niche. It's a very the reason why people shit on type or typo negative and twitching tongues. Twitching mm-hmm. tongues. Too. It's mm-hmm. niche. It's you know. It's fucking. It's. Something people are not used to, heavy mm-hmm. guitars with melodic singing on it. Yeah. And it's, they don't like it. But unfortunately for them, I fucking love all of it. So Sam Black Church, <laughs> Life of Agony, <laughs> fucking um, Only Living Witness, bring mm-hmm. it the fuck on. I mm-hmm. love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I eat that shit up. To a uh, type of negative, I used to be a hater. Yeah. And then yeah, I heard yeah, fucking, yeah. I don't want to be me. And I was like, I played it so much to clown and show people that it sucked mm-hmm. that I fucking end up loving it. Yeah. No, yeah, I get it. But uh I don't know. It it like like again, like in the in the greater perspective, like goth is goth. But I just think it's unfortunate that it's so fucking shtick. Yeah, goth is fucking for pussies. Basically. Um, okay, here we go. Favorite gig, favorite show you ever been to? Um, let's see. It could be anything. Uh huh. Doesn't doesn't just have to be music. Mm-hmm. It could be like favorite ballerina bullshit you went to. Oh yeah, fuck! I wish. Fucking um, any like any classical but, or like recital shit or recital that's offensive. Um, any shit I've been to like that that like I wanted to go to was sucked. And it pisses me off. Um, favorite show? Oh, oh, there was that screenplay of American History X you loved, huh? Oh, yeah, actually, I was... Uh... I'm just kidding. That was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just watched American Beauty the other day. How'd you like that? I loved it. I, yeah. For the longest time, I only seen the scene. The uh-huh. end scene when Kevin Spacey gets fucking shot. Or yeah. just... Him fucking face down in the bathroom, yeah. just fucking. Who fucking Sam Sam Mendes directed that, right? Sure, I think that's the thing. Um, that movie is pretty good. The movie's chaotic. It's just yeah. like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, too um, bad old boy's a piece of shit now, huh? Rip. They I want that there. that that poster in here. The yeah. one of her in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the roses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I thought it was very corny the way he was talking to her. Where he's all ordinary. You couldn't be ordinary if you tried. <laughs> it's 
it's like scary. god damn it's so it's so goddamn rough to watch especially mm-hmm. after everything he's been uh, accused of he loves it dude um i think what is so i finally i saw that movie after everything broke about kevin spacey right oh american beauty yeah and then i was like this dude's just him like this character like this is his fucking thing like <laughs> Yeah, fucking Kevin Spacey's a psychotic bastard who just likes little girls. <laughs> and boys. And boys, too, boys. Yeah, because yeah, that's how Kevin dude. Spacey is. Yeah. Um, you got a... Yeah, favorite, favorite show. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about this, like, as we were talking earlier. Um, uh, God, what have I seen? You seen American football? That's true. That show was cool. That was cool because like Mike always blows his shit out like early on, and then it's just him sounding like this. And that was like their first or second night, and he sounded great. It was really cool. Um, glad I could be there for that. I wasn't my favorite. Probably, I was just thinking about my fucking. I saw Boris in San Jose. And Boris. that shit, Boris, dude, drone, drone, doom, oh, experimental pardon. Japanese rock, I'm fucking out. extraordinaire. I'm tapped out. There's, uh, Boris has a lot of records, and not all of them are very good. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> but, like, the the member, they rip. I, I'm big pro Boris. Um, I think there's a clip of me on Instagram at the show, because I was standing right fucking in front of Wada, and Wada is this tiny little Japanese woman. She's so small, and she's just fucking riffing. What's how do you spell Boris? B O R I S. Um, that show was very impressive. Uh, in terms of like modern Boris, Boris Evil, Boris Drone. That shit's pretty good. Boris Heavy Rocks. Heavy Rocks. There's three. There's three Heavy Rocks. It's like a series of albums that they do. How long ago was this? Um, I don't know. A couple years ago now, maybe Sans two, three years ago. Yeah. I swear to God. I swear it's on there. But anyway, um, Wada Wada Icon. Excellent. Super great. They rip. They're sick. That show was awesome. Um, that might be up there. Uh, the first time I saw Modest Mouse, um, Damien was there. I think you mentioned that. Yeah, somebody I would rather not mention was there. Despite like all the emotional baggage that came with that, that show was awesome. And I was... Like, after that, I was like, you know, this is kind of the culmination of my life. Like, fine, like being here to see this show. Because for years and years and years, they only toured festivals, right? And I was, like, still a kid at the time. I was, like, 19 or 20 or something, quote, quote, a kid. Um, and I kind of never dreamed of being able to see them until I was, like, I mean, actually had money, right? They did that show of Pappy and Harriet's and tickets were like 30 bucks. And I bought as many of them as I felt like I could get people to go with me. Right. Damn, that's sick. Yeah. So I went with Damien uh, and other person and they were great. Um, I've seen him two times since. 
they were not great the other Mazda. two times. Yeah. They I think literally at that time there's been like there was a big turning point for Isaac after that and everything's kind of seemingly gone downhill for him. But that show was great. Boris was very that 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 show impressed me a lot. Uh, I think the first time I saw Coheed also like absolutely ripped. The second time I saw them, they, they absolutely ripped. Ding, 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 they probably fucking did. You know, I fucking. I don't mind that song, but like just the fact that, that song like really just is fucking cashmere is like, how did you guys get away with this shit? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like. But yeah, I mean, people love that song. Unfortunately, um, that show rip. But again, then again, like like you know, those were like two of my favorite bands. I remember seeing the Addicts in high school. That Dude, show was sick. They they are fun. Yeah. That I remember seeing them at It's Not Dead, and I was like, uh-huh. "All right, I'm gonna get out of this. I'm gonna get out of the pit." And then, uh, they played Numbers. Yeah. I was like, "What?" They're all, all right, "I'm out." And then I'm, all I hear is Danny and Danny and one, two. And I grab <laughs> Caesar, and we're just going nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, they they rip. I love that shit. Um, fuck, I don't know. Here we go. Worst gig. Worst gig. Fuck. You know what? I gotta give it. I gotta give it to the last time now because I saw Modest Mouse at. Not Cruel World at the other one, just like Heaven. The time before that, uh, I drove out there and my friend Melanie was supposed to go with me because mm-hmm. this was also at Pappy and Harriet's. And she was like, actually, I kind of don't know if I feel comfortable doing this. And I was like, okay. But she, whatever, there was like a big weird thing and I was like, I get it. But this is like, you know, it's the last hour. I got to drive out there now and you want me to like go get you. Like, like it's, I can't do it. You know, I'm sorry. Um, So I called Trent and he was getting off work and I was like, Trent, let's go see Modest Mouse. But obviously this was like, like post COVID COVID. So everybody was still like, show us your fucking, uh, your uh, Vax cards. Right. I had my shit. Mm-hmm. Trent did not. God damn it, Trent. So we went, and I was like, I'm going to tell you, like, I've kind of already done this already. Like, you're not going to get in without a vax card or, like, a proof of vaccination. He was like, oh, I'll just, like, try and, like, wing it. And I was like, all right. So immediately at the gate, she's like, oh, yeah, no. You you telling me that you've been vaccinated or, like, got a test doesn't mean anything. Like, you got to show me something and there's nothing. Right. And it was a weird time for him because of like personal stuff that was going on too. And he proceeded to stand outside for the whole show. Now that was you guys go see him at? Pappy and Harriet's. So what Pioneer Town up there. Fucking driving around or something. Yeah. So the thing is I had the keys and I really expected him. I'm pretty sure you can just sneak into shows there. Because the bathrooms in the restaurant just lead right out to the garden and nobody checks you. I swear to God. I swear to God you can do that. And I was like, oh, at least he'll like get something to eat. 
and he didn't. So I stood there the whole show. There's no reception out there because it's in the middle of nowhere. I couldn't get a hold of him. Uh, honestly, they were awful. They were fucking terrible. Um, Did that hurt your heart? Yeah, yeah. And a couple other things put me in like a bad mood. And at the same time, my back fucking hurt. And so I stood there the whole show, and I was just like, this was nice. I didn't enjoy this. And then I walk out, and Trent's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't get a hold of you. You know, like, I really got to, like, pee. And I was like, but you all, you had to pee. Like, you didn't, like, you couldn't. I thought you would have gone to eat. Like, the restaurant's right there. You just walked around, and he was like, oh, I didn't know. So... Trent sat there like borderline pissing his pants the entire show while I was standing. Hey, I've been there, Trent. Yeah. Um, awesome. I've been there, bro. It was it was just like an all-around miserable experience. Um, that show fucking sucked, and I hated it. So, yeah, it was probably that show. I think that's my least favorite fucking gig that I've been to. God damn, I could not be. How much you pay for the ticket? Uh, it was definitely under a hundred. It was probably like sixty or seventy bucks. That's fucked up. Uh, I got I got them pre-sale. Like that was them cheap. Uh, and it wasn't off. Isaac was drunk as fuck. He was just drunk off his ass, and it was just him through the whole fucking set. And I was like, oh, fuck. It was bad. Uh, so, rip. Damn. But that shit sucked. It was an awful experience. That's fucking, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, that bums me out that your favorite band happens to be your worst show ever. Yeah. Don't be all I guess. Don't try to see them. Uh, so that's the thing, because they're they're the a little bit ago, like this week, this past week, they announced they were doing loans from Crowded West, like touring that record, and I was like, "That's sick, I'm gonna go." And I was like, "I don't." Wait, 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 wait! You're um, like, wait, wait, wait! What happened? Yeah, that? so I don't think it's worth it. Where were they playing locally? I don't think they are playing anywhere local. Somewhere in L.A., and then I was gonna try and go to some show in Oakland because my sister's up there now. That'd be sick. Huh. But I mean, if you go to Oakland, at least you get to see your sister. Yeah, I don't know. I probably won't do it. She's probably sold out, honestly, already. For the better. Yeah. And for the final question, uh -huh. since your occupation or your dream job would be um, luthier, uh -huh. we'll do favorite guitar brand uh -huh. and your dream guitar make. Oh, my, what's the last bit? Favorite or dream guitar build. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, let's go brand. Um, in terms of like experience or just like. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Major brand. Cool. And small company. Okay. 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 So. Um, that should help out. There are a lot of brilliant, spooky, fucking like innovative people out there. Um. For better and for worse, you see stuff coming out of Australia, ethereal guitars, shit's all carbon fiber and aluminum. 
Uh, they didn't start that way. They did a lot of wood, and their woodworking was shitty. And apparently, the quality of their builds in general is still not very good, which is interesting because Doyle currently has like this cool fucking build from them. Really? Yeah. And that's weird because he's also like one of the biggest Dean endorsees at the moment and just launched his USA signature with them. But then Ethereal's like, oh, we gave Doyle his stupid fucking pointy spear guitar actually too. Uh, and I wonder if it's whether or not it's a piece of fucking garbage because a lot of their guitars are apparently like that. Um, but no, so in terms of people that are doing innovative shit that are like real, uh, Rick Toon is a legend. Uh, I love that shit. Uh, I'm going to have to tell you, all day, every day, Atlantia Guitars out of Japan, H. Noble, that's the real dude. That dude, that dude hand makes everything, still makes all the tooling and machinery that goes into building his instruments, makes and designs every single bit of his instruments. Crap looks like it's from fucking space age. Damn. And like his ergonomics and shit are on point. He's brilliant. Brilliant guy was always a brilliant dude when he was doing R&D at the Matsumoku plant. Like... Atlantia Guitars, for better or for worse, is my my be-all, end-all. Dude is one of the best designers on the planet. Like, yeah, Rick Toon is probably more innovative than he. Too bad. Right. Um, so that's basically small shop. Yeah, I fucked up. I did it backwards. Yeah, I was like, I've never heard these. Yeah, so, I goofed. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah. small shop. Small, small shop. Big brands. Uh, big brands. <sighs> Fuck. What do we got that I like? You know, I so... Legator? Fuck Legator. Burn that fucking factory down. Those guys are <laughs> a joke. Um... Brands that I'll stand by are like uh, Ernie Ball Music Man. Uh, I love Music Man. Yeah. Uh, the big pickups in it. Yeah. Godan. Godan is a good company. Um, uh, not Warwick. Well, that's Basses. They're, they're, I always forget their, their guitar brand over there. Not Washburn, not Warwick. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck. Ooh. Not Wector. Wector's defunct. They don't exist anymore. Whatever, we'll circle back to that. Uh GNL. GNL is a good brand. They make good ass guitars. Taylor uh, used to have a GNL base. Taylor uh Soul. Should have kept it. I think he still has it. That's the real I think, No, I think the bass player for Sweet Soul is borrowing it. Mm-hmm. No, that's the real shit. Real talk. I tried to talk Caesar for like three years to like just save up and buy a GNL, a lefty GNL, because they're very like about lefties. And he was like, ooh. Um, one day, I guess. Uh, Vigier, Vigier out of France is killer. They are like a mass produced, like big shop. Like, honestly, that company probably makes 
almost hands down the most resilient, like efficient guitars, like in production, like line capacity. Brilliant guitars. Um, who am I fucking looking for? It's a W. It's not Warwick. Google. Washburn. It's not Washburn. Oh, uh, oof. Google, Google Warwick, and then their shit will come up too because they're like partner brands or like the same company. I'm a liar. Framus. It's an F. Framus, Germany. Brilliant. Oh. Brilliant shit. Um, Framus absolutely rips. Um, big companies producing shit. Uh, I'm going to say Vigier is probably the best. Um, I would buy a Vigier in a heartbeat. I... I don't know. It might be Framus. I think Framus is like probably the best. Like, like, because there, there's a big mix of like modern, like shreddy, like high tech shit and like classic old world. This is how you fucking do it, shit. Yeah. Right. Um, Framus is an absolutely killer company. I'm trying to try and trying to get a hold of one of those. Um, damn, I said Atlantia for small dude. I gotta. Oh, there's so many small dudes that are like killing it. God bless. I want to shout them all out, but that's not the name of the game. Well, we shout them out in your shout out section at the end. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, now let's rip this one. Mm-hmm. Dream guitar. Okay. Fuck. Semi hollow body super strat. Fuck that. The Eric Johnson strat. Fuck that. Um, I don't know. Like, I would semi hollow flying V. I love V's. I love V's to death. Um, I love like any sim. Oh yeah, like symmetrical shape. I'm very about that shit. Um, I'm gonna tell you, fuck. It's gonna have a single coil something in the neck position, and it's gonna have a humbucker in the bridge position. Classic for sure. Um, it's gonna have a Kaler on it, all American. Have all that shit. I, I think they do titanium. Um, titanium, everything on that, probably black. Uh, or just throw the Kerry King signature Kaler on it. Fuck it. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna. It 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 looks like a Seeger. It would be like a Seeger guitar. Look that guy up. Look that guy up on fucking Instagram. Secret Guitars. How do you spell it? Like S-E-G-E-R. You see it? S-E-G-E-R. S-E-G-E-R. That man rips. His builds are fucking killer, right? He uses a lot of Kalers. Yeah, he uses a lot of wild pickups. That's... Yeah. Wild is a... God, that guy rips. Uh, oh, wow. I forgot the man's name. Bill Lawrence. Bill Lawrence. There you go. Bill Lawrence's uh, wife and daughter. I'm pretty sure they run wild. They make his uh, shit. I bought, I bet I bought a pickup off them. I have a couple of vintage Bill and Becky's 
in in the uh, in the in the in the scarlet tier. Hey. Yeah, that's when uh, Bill was still alive. That's uh, crazy. So he made those. Uh, yeah, I like that company a lot. Um, fuck though. So it would probably just have his rails in there. Uh, probably an L five hundred XL on the bridge, and then whatever. I think it's the L nineties single coil. No, the L90 is not a single coil. They have a single coil version. Um, I don't know what the model designations are, but uh, that shit rips. There, There's a whole lot of like warmth and dynamics you can coax out of those pickups, despite the fact that people are like, oh, it's a high-output pickup. Shit rips. Um, it would have to be some variation of a V. It really would. Um... Stainless steel frets, 24 fret, stop me. Like, if your guitar doesn't have both octaves, <laughs> you might as well not even have any part of the second octave. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, I'm fucking lying. I'm lying about all this. Because, like, I, I really am about, like, big, high-tech, stupid, headless guitars and shit. But, like, I don't know if there's any, like manufacturer that i trust with that shit because they always fuck up with the for uh, the zero fret yeah definitely that shit doesn't work out um i don't know honestly probably be shaped like a fucking client or something and that's v-ish in the terms of like it's like a big weird u um big ergonomic body shape 24 frets uh stainless steel um woods i really like ash i've always liked ash um i want it to be neck through i don't really like i I understand the practicality of a bolt-in neck but like there's a lot of issues that like happen with a neck when it's a bolt-in and i'm fucking sick of dealing with them right yeah because you work on and then you get pissed off yeah yeah, it's, it's always upper front work. It's always fucking bullshit because of, like, neck angles and the quality of the joint. It's it's a joke. Um, yeah, that shit sucks. Uh, neck through some, like, what's that fucking carve on that, that washburn I have? Like the Stevens cutaway carve. Some real deep carve for access. Be shaped like a Klein. Ash body, two piece, two piece roasted maple, uh, stabilized neck, probably titanium rods, um, and I don't know split split. So what? Push push or push pull on the volume and tone? Honestly, just volume. I don't give a fuck. Tone doesn't matter. Have that shit full blast. Yeah. One volume knob, no tone, push pull for uh, the bridge humbucker, Kaler vibrato, the Kerry King signature, all blacked out, swamp ash body, neck through, two piece roasted maple neck with uh, titanium KTS uh, stabilizing rods, headstock shape, probably. There's an idea that I've been fucking with for a long time. 
um, reverse in line with uh, tuners conventional coming out toward you at a slant. There are a couple people I've seen do that, but like you get the benefits of like the reverse in line, aka the like tighter string pull on the bass side. Yeah. But you could like you don't have to reach around to tune it. It's still right there. It's dope. Um that and I think in terms of like a guitar, that's that's it. What the fuck else would you ever need? True. Uh it's pretty solid. I would like to see that come come alive when you have your woodworking part done of the Luthier ship. Yeah, I think it's doable. I really think builds like that are doable. Um Oh yeah. All right, well, as we near the end. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. Um, this is, I'm going to give you the floor. Whatever Ooh. you want to shout out, mm-hmm. dis, dislike, or any, any no shout outs of mm-hmm. fuck you and thank yous. Yeah. This is your floor. Uh, you can mention your projects or whatnot, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is your floor. Absolutely. Here's the floor. Now, this is it right here. Here I am. Um, no, I'm just grateful to be here. That's it. So uh, thanks. No shout out? I mean, I'm not going to shout out secret guitars and like <laughs> Seagy Braun guitars and like people I don't know. Like good for them. Uh, I I follow one million people on my Instagram. If you you happen upon Godzillionaire on Instagram, look through the like 2,000 guitar people that I follow. Like yep. I ain't going to put the work in for them. Fuck it. Um. I like that. I like uh, short and sweet. Fuck you. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, it was good. It's nice. This is good. Hell yeah. Well, uh, like I said, this is what goes up. Right, yo, we were listening to it right now. Uh, all the shit will be in the bio and all that. So check it out. Get your guitar done by a real ass motherfucker. Yeah, absolutely. It's not going to fucking rip you off and rip your fucking shit up. That's real. Um, this has been Local Man. We're signing out. Goodbye, Eric. Goodbye. And uh, I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>